You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com. It is late on a Saturday night in another alternate universe. I'd probably be out dancing somewhere, but that is not the universe I live in. I'd also have more Blue Jay stuff to talk about, but sadly, I do not. For in this universe, the lightning rained down on Buffalo with the vengeance of a drunken Norse god. And so, we have about three and a half innings to talk about from tonight's game. But, you know what? I've done worse. I've... I have been able to come up with episodes with less content, and you know what? I managed to do it again. We're actually going to talk about a trend uh, that is going up for the Blue Jays, one we actually touched on yesterday. But I want to start with another topic from yesterday's doubleheader, and that was the offense, because... It didn't look great today, and that seems to be par for the course when facing Ryan Yarbrough, as we noted on yesterday's podcast. Ryan Yarbrough just is a lefty that manages to huck junk, just like me at a gym in Pokemon Go. And like me facing gyms and Pokemon Go, he just grinds down until he gets what he needs. He'll give up hits. He'll he'll give up base runners. But he's a lot like Trent Thornton in that he bends but doesn't break. And in three innings against the Blue Jays today, he did not break. And the Blue Jays did not have an answer for it. So... While it was disappointing to not have a full game to talk about, and it was announced that they will continue the game at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, so that's why I'm getting this out now, because there's no way I will be coherent enough to do a podcast worthy of y'all's listening capabilities in that brief period of time. Sunday is my Saturday. I'm gonna be asleep. So... Um, yeah, it, it kind of offers a reprieve for the Blue Jays in that they, they were just not effective against Yarborough. And I mean, they, they could have done something. I mean, Chase Anderson went out there and was what we kind of expected out of Chase Anderson. He gave us three innings. That seems to be his mark. It was five innings in Milwaukee last year. He has been downgraded. This year, and I, I'm being facetious. I know his pitch count's low coming off the oblique strain, and you really don't want to risk him with Trent Thornton on the IL, and you don't know when Thornton's coming back. So, 
I understand it. Still seems like Anderson's trying to find it a bit. Maybe he will. If he does, great. If not, it's a team option for next year. So he can give way to one of the rising crop of youngsters that the Blue Jays seem to have ready and waiting in the bullpen. So I'm I'm happy to let Tex kind of work things out, but I'm not too worried about him. I mean... Let's actually think about that for a second. Because, I mean, I can I can harp on the offense more, or I can look forward. With what the Blue Jays have had going for them so far this season, it's hard not to envision them not really needing to be as aggressive on the starting pitcher market, both at the trade deadline and in the offseason. Because they have Hyunjin Ryu. They have Nate Pearson. They have the option on Matt Shoemaker. I, I think he's still arbitration eligible, but I, I think he would prefer to sign something a little more concrete, especially since he's one of the only pitchers that looks like he's been up and running since the start of, of summer camp. So there's three. And then you can go... Um, I guess you have one more year of Tanner Roark, but he may be in heading for the bullpen the way he's been pitching because it has not been great. He is not finding the strike zone. So I would not shed a tear to see him go into the bullpen and see a guy like Thomas Hatch or Ryan Barucki or Anthony Kay be able to come in and take one of those spots. Because that's cost effective for the Blue Jays. It means they can potentially spend that money elsewhere. And, you know, have have a bit of luxury cash to play around with. To try and, and fortify a position. They, they want to go after Matt Chapman? They can go after Matt Chapman. And thank you, Jason Burke of Locked On A's, for bringing that up during the pandemic break. Because now I'm going to bring that up basically every single freaking time. Because <laughs> it's just too juicy. We can even offer you a Sean and a Kendall again in a trade to match Sean Nolan and Kendall Graveman. We can give you Sean Reed Foley and Kendall Williams. Don't you want that? Uh, this is where This is where the late night gets me. Granted. Again, this is better than the morning, so. It it is easy to see the positives now. As opposed to earlier this week when it's just like, oh my god, they're they're a wash in in the outfield. They're a wash in the infield. They can't hit consistently. That twelve four game uh, yesterday served as a needed reminder that yes, this team can be good. It's not there yet, but it can be. So now I'm feeling a bit more optimistic about things. And there's another part of the team that I'm feeling more optimistic about. And I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that in a moment, but one other thing I'm pretty optimistic about is the fine folks at CBDMD 
Com. They have an amazing duo of topical creams that can help you relax, whether you are a stay-at-home parent, a, um, an athlete on the go, or you've just been sitting around all day. I, I needed it after softball this week, and CBDMD delivered. They have uh, C... See, this is where I get the letters. Uh, bleh. There we go. Sorry, folks. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant coping relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most and to make it even easier to try this duo and everything else CBDMD has to offer. They're giving listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. So once again, that's CBDMD.com promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. And if you're going to pick up your CBD products and you realize your car is having issues, it's not going to start, there's something wrong with the spark plug or, I don't know, radiator line, those are, those are car things. You can check out the fine selection at rockauto.com and find the part you need to get back on the road in a hurry. They've been a family-owned business online for over 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. It's very easy to navigate. You can see all the parts available. It helps if you know the parts, but they have a bunch of different brand specifications and prices for the discerning customer. Whether you're a professional or just an amateur do-it-yourselfer, you don't have to spend up to twice as much to get those parts. Rockauto.com keeps their prices reliably low. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and when they ask, how did you hear about us, right, locked on in the box so they know that you came from us. So remember the amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day all right so the theme of the second episode that we did yesterday was about charlie montoyo and trying to figure out where he was in the progression of this team and i have to admit that since we did that episode charlie has looked a little more confident and a little more adept at handling his pitching staff. That's for sure. I mean, the lineup thing, that was a no-brainer. I, Teoscar Hernandez should not be batting eighth while he leads the team in home runs. That's just, that's just asking for problems. And also expecting people to get on base ahead of him that have not been getting on base. So. He worked that kink out. He put Teoscar where he should be. But... I'm more focused on some of the pitching moves that he made recently that kind of show that he's gaining an awareness that he needs as a manager. And funnily enough, both of them involve Wilmer Font. 
I know, right? The guy with the... What's his ERA at now? He pitched a clean inning today, so it's got to be below 13. It's still too high. Like the rent in New York City, it is too dang high. But, Wilmer Font's being effective right now. First, in the Friday night game, when it was still tied 4-4, Anthony Kay was out there as the second... Um, kind of long man after Tanner Roark struggled and he was only in his second inning of work only got the one out and instead of making the same mistakes he did with Thomas Hatch and Anthony Bass Charlie said no seen enough going to the bullpen and he brings in Wilmer Font and Wilmer Font instantly gets the double play and it is a little easier to do that against a team like Tampa Bay that, that kind of runs on lefty-righty in their lineup. So you can stack uh, stack guys just based in whatever order you want. You saw it uh, last night. Ryan Barucki was able to come in, work a clean inning against you know a primarily lefty portion of their lineup. Not that it probably would have mattered with Ryan Barucki right now because he is just dealing out of the bullpen. But he recognized the situation with Kay, got Fawn in there before it got too out of hand, and the Blue Jays responded by putting up a bunch of runs in the next inning to just salt Tampa Bay away, which was lovely. And then today, with the whole rainout game, Chase Anderson only lasted the three innings, as we said. And then it was clear the plan was to go Thomas Hatch for a little bit. But being aware of the weather, again, Charlie decides to bring in Wilmer Font instead for the fourth inning. And it looked like Thomas Hatch wasn't pleased about it, but understood the situation. Font came in, didn't allow a run, dropped that ERA down some more. He'll be down in three digits soon enough. And then... The tarp came out and the game was postponed till you're likely hearing this on Sunday. So, today. Again, now being able to say Thomas Hatch is going out there and he's going to pitch at least three innings. At least get us into the seventh inning of this delayed game. You know, that's a big plus to be able to just know that you're not going to have to piece things together. Tampa Bay doesn't have that option. And now Ryan Yarbrough's out. He's not coming back in the game. And I'm very thankful for that. But Tampa Bay is going to have to try and piece things together. They could go with Jalen Beeks. Um, they could bring out Ryan Thompson again. Uh, they, they do have some options. And they are going to have to be picky because their starter tomorrow, Yanni Chirinos... He's just coming off the IL, so he's probably going to be on the same kind of pitch count that Chase Anderson is. And, you know, Kevin Cash might appreciate the inning reduction, seven inning game, second half of a doubleheader, but his options are more limited because now Toronto can just send out Hatch immediately, hope he gives them the three innings they want, then go to Romano, or go to Bass, or go to Yamaguchi, depending on the situation. 
And then Matt Shoemaker comes in for that seven-inning game. And the way Shoemaker's been pitching, he might be able to go the distance. And that would be a big plus for the Blue Jays as well, to have a guy who can actually give the bullpen, you know, that day off. Although I'm sure, you know, um, Anthony K will be available for that one again. Barucki should be available. They There are options for the Blue Jays, which is what you always want to have in these sort of situations. You want options. They may not have them on the bench, but they sure as shoot and have them in the bullpen. And that's a nice thing. And that ends a week that, you know, kind of started salty, but it's turned out nice in the end, I guess. Maybe August is finally that turning point for 2020. You know, maybe there's hope. Maybe I'm just being naive. Who knows? Who knows? I'm trying not to get philosophical on this podcast, but again, you get to the end of the work week. It's hard not to let the mind wander a little bit. Thank you all for going with me on it. I appreciate it. If you want to catch up on the back catalog or just make sure you don't miss a future episode of Locked on Blue Jays, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, Wherever you get podcasts, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. And you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. But you can find baseball takes, life takes, other sports takes, and more. And thank you to everyone who follows me on there. Appreciate all y'all. Y'all are good people. I I know we don't say that enough in this day and age, but y'all are good. Y'all are the good ones. So thank you for being good. We will be back Monday. I will have a Locked On Blue Jays podcast for you. And I will be linking up with my good friend Sean Doyle on the Jays from the Couch Radio podcast. So be sure to check that out on Monday. And until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at ChaseFromTheCouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.